All right, welcome to another episode of In Those We Trust, Trust Sports. Uh, this is a big week. I felt yeah. I'm so into it, bro. The shit talking is here. I love it. The noise is going. I'm getting hit on all ends. All my boys are involved now. I'm sure all your boys are deeply involved now. Yeah. Uh, we also got to talk about fantasy, bro. We got to talk about our fantasy yeah. teams. I guess that's how we could pop it off. Uh, I can say right now, I'm 1-0. How about yourself, bro? Oh, yeah, bro. I was going to say, the podcast is combined 2-0 in our league, man. Let's go. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I thought you said you were, you were um you might, might lose. I was. So I was going in to Sunday night with not a huge lead. And my buddy Chris, who I was playing, one of the twins, you know, and mm-hmm. he had Saquon and CeeDee Lamb on Sunday night and also had Josh Allen on Monday night. So it wasn't looking good, but CeeDee, yeah. I don't think really did too much, didn't need to. We'll get no. to that game. Saquon clearly didn't do shit. And then Josh Allen played like shit. So <laughs> I won by like 20 points when I probably should have lost if they all played up to their standards. If, if they played up, you're, you're, you're definitely yeah, taking the L. Probably a loss. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. if the Cowboys weren't up by 40, he might have still got the edge with CD because we would have had to go to CD. But he got all the right predictions of the crappy weather, so we really weren't throwing it that often and didn't have to throw deep. He had, I think he had like one touch for like 40 yards, and that, that was it. Well, um, I feel that because really. I have Jamar Chase. And, again, I know we'll get into it, but, like, that was just a shit show. It was a weird week for fantasy. Like, low scores all yeah. across the board. Like, I know you got Lamar. He didn't do anything. Like, nope. it, was, it was weird. All the superstars just didn't do anything. But the like. thing is, too, like, if you look at our fantasy league, hey, Tyler is, like, was at the top right now of, like, leading points-wise. Tyreek Hill put up as much as, <laughs> as yeah. teams did. It was crazy. I checked. I, I like doing, like, checking the scores of, like, who had the most points scored in fantasy. I was like, damn, Tyler, put up them points, baby. Yeah, if you man. see the guy lose, speaking of fantasy, you see the guy lose in fantasy by .06. I got one better for you. So I'm in another league, and... Going into Monday night, I was up, I don't know, call it 11 points. And I had nobody left. And he had Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. I won by .02 points because the Garrett Wilson caught it for the touchdown, still put him behind. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers, again, we'll talk about it. But like .02 points I won that league by. Closest margin I've ever been a part of. Holy shit. Holy shit. That's like, even amazing. If the Jets don't return that punt. Garrett Wilson gets at least one more catch on that overtime drive, and I lose, but fuck it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dog. Yeah. I, that dude, all he had to do was get like .06 uh, of Aaron Rodgers. He couldn't get that in, in the the fourth place he did. No. He lost the game. <laughs> that, 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 that's hell. Um, you got to laugh about it. But uh, yeah. let's, yeah, let, let's first talk about uh, college football. Mm-hmm. Let's hop right into the rankings. We have Georgia number one. Michigan number two, Florida State three, Texas four, USC five, Ohio State six, Penn State uh, seven, Washington eight, Notre Dame nine, Alabama ten. Um, right off the bat, I'm highly pissed off with Ohio State getting bumped down to what yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, and Sorry, Texas jumping over over USC and Texas. I mean, jumping over USC and Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah, second straight week that you guys have been bumped down. I think started the year mm-hmm. what three, and then Bama jumped, yeah. and then and then now, yeah, Texas and USC both jumped you. Um, I guess I'll let you have the floor. Like you've watched more Ohio State. I know we talked about week one. I feel like last week we were just all Colorado Nebraska talk, which we'll get into. But um, I mean, what what what's your feeling right now? You're a Buckeye. Like you're sixth, maybe not deserving, but it just shows that. Kind of what you were talking about, your little word with the quarterback play, team hasn't looked sharp. Clearly the committee agrees. Yeah, but I mean we just we just announced that um um oh, fuck. See, look, that's how you know I'm how bad it is. I don't know the QB's fucking name. Uh, I'm bad with names anyway, but he just got announced as being the starter. Now look, mm. you go off of you go off of schedule, right? Schedule hype. Like in my opinion, there's no reason okay, Texas beats beats up on um bama they jump but then usc get they to to jump usc as well and then we have been playing usc hasn't played anyone crazy yet like they haven't had any crazy games like why would you bump us like i get strength and schedule but it's so early to be strength and schedule and be like you know what texas you overthrow every single person you overthrow ohio state penn state and usc that's wild to me for beating alabama and where was bama ranked going into this year like they weren't ranked top three top four I think no, they were five. Let's uh, yeah, come in. I, I think going. I think last week they were four, four or three. Remember they because I think they jumped Ohio State after week one. 
Yeah, I mean, and again, it comes by points, right? Ohio State has been putting up a lot of a ton of points, but we also haven't. We have probably I would I would arguably say that we have one of the top defenses as well. When you watch this defensive team, I mean, we won thirty five uh, to seven versus versus Youngstown again. D one double A team, not really the the biggest you know sports team, but here, here's my thing. It's a blessing because no matter what, this run the schedule, we we pick it back up. We have Notre Dame, mm-hmm. we have Penn State. And then we have Michigan at the end of the day, and it's like, hey, let's let's, let's see what the short schedule is. And then Georgia State, the number, like it's like, I'm not, it doesn't add up to me where you're moving positions this crazy this early, where teams yeah. haven't played anyone yet. Like this, this well, this shows you it's gonna be a, a switch around all year long. You're gonna yeah. see a, a change a lot. No, I agree with you. I think going in, like this was kind of a, a different year because again, it seemed like Georgia's one, and then figure out the rest. Like yeah, the, yeah. from two down, well, it, Georgia, Michigan. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. But I think this is more of like, you said it, like Ohio State's two wins were wins, and the defense was dominant. Defense isn't fun. You know this. Yeah. So they probably dominated on the defensive side of the ball, but the offense looked a little shaky. I think USC beat up on Stanford, which Stanford's not a great yeah. program right now, um, but it's still like a Pac-12 matchup. And one thing to kind of remember that I was thinking about, like you look at the jump that Texas made. Now you have USC with Caleb Williams moving up over Ohio State. Yeah. Just remember, like these these guys are calculated. Like they know what they're doing. They want Texas up there high right now. They want USC up there high right now because you want to have Texas in the playoff. You want yeah. to have Caleb Williams in the playoff. Like you, you got to remember, like this is kind of maybe this is just their long game right now. Like let's let's put these teams up a little higher. They've looked a little bit sharper. We can get away with it. But we want them there at the end. Like that's what's going to get results is a Georgia yeah. versus Caleb Williams and a Texas versus, you know, uh, Michigan or or Ohio State, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you're, I guess you're right, and I think that's a that's coming off of a year of TCU, right? And I, I think that that's you that you that I, I can understand that, but it's still so fucking frustrating when you look at like. I don't know. The jump is just crazy to me for a Texas win versus, and we, we could talk about it against a, a, a who knows where Bama's at today. Like there, are people are predicting Bama to possibly lose three or four games this year, yeah. and like that's unheard of. I mean, I mean, growing up, I remember I haven't, I didn't see Alabama lose on, mm-hmm. unless it was like the the all, the kick at, at Auburn. Like you weren't seeing Alabama lose that often. Now we're seeing Alabama lose at least once or twice a year, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, that's that's unheard of. Like they fit, they're figuring out Nick Saban. And I just I just can't believe that like you want to see that jump and okay it is what it is now this gives Ohio State a chip to be like we haven't took it right. no we haven't put up a bunch of points so we had to be honest with ourselves but let's go ball out like if you beat Michigan like now you can't lose like you can't yeah. lose you're in the position now in the rankings you can't lose so um, speaking of some of the games we had Oregon uh, 38 versus Texas Tech 30 that was a big game crazy yeah. outcome number four Texas 34 to uh, 24 over Alabama, Utah 20 over Baylor 13, Nebraska 14 <laughs> losing to Colorado 36, Ohio State 35, Youngstown 7, Miami 48 over Texas A&M 33. Now there's some big games in there. Uh, let's 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 start off with the, the least of those. Do we could talk about the big games that I was talking about? Miami versus Texas A&M. I'm not sure if you got a chance to watch that game. But this is the first time where I'm starting to love and see Florida coming back on the map. You're starting to see FSU. You're starting to see the Miamis. You're starting to see Notre Dame get back into it. Like, I'm excited to see these games happen. And were you able to watch that one? No. So I think I was. Okay. I think that was like when Bam was on. Or like that was the tail end. So I didn't get to watch okay. it. But it sounded. It was, right, it was right before the Bama game. Right. It was right, right. before. Yeah. But, it uh, was. Dude, if you watch this game, it was holy shit it's the first time that i could say like miami was dominating texas a&m and i'm calling for texas a&m uh coach uh's head yeah he was what What did he say did you see what he was saying where it was like the most bitch made thing like oh what did oh, he say yeah, send it to me yeah 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 oh what did he say uh he, he just made up an excuse like the biggest excuse of why they took an l uh going to that oh, game oh the um the defender had their cadence so he was clapping to throw off the offense at the end exactly yeah yeah he (laughs) called that like what like you want to talk about losers mentality like holy (laughs) crap like no bro they got dominated like they were able to get scored on the defense was making big stops i mean you were you are playing playing in miami um they were at, at like the hard rock cafe where like the dolphins also play at but it was a big game for miami man it was it was amazing to see the crowd going crazy and the players stepping up and playing in a big time game um 
And then you have the Oregon Texas Tech game. I'm, uh, I remember you're saying you were watching that game. I couldn't believe it came down to the last play. What a dumb move uh, by the Texas Tech quarterback. Uh, what were your thoughts on that game? Yeah, so that was that was one where I bet on Texas Tech to win, and it just added oh. on the shit day because it was right no. there, and, <laughs> and they were uh, up two touchdowns, I think, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I mean, I think they were they ended up being down one, going on a drive, and yeah, the quarterback makes the play where he essentially he's getting sacked and tries to just get rid of the ball, and it lands right into Oregon's defender, and he returns it for the house. It, it is what it is. I mean, Texas Tech is just one of those places where they're a weird, they're a weird team to play on the road if you're Oregon. Um, mm-hmm. So they escaped. Yeah, I was, and again, that's your that's your boy, Bo Nix. Like he's yeah, he's, he's pulling it out. He is. Um, but it, he but is. He, but he got it done, and, I, and that was exciting to see at the end of it. I couldn't believe I couldn't imagine being a Texas Tech fan and having to witness like how close you are and grasp it is to have an upset, and then your quarterback just to yeah. throw a give me. Um, up there as well. It was an upset alert soon to happen, but didn't happen with Utah versus Baylor. I didn't get a chance to watch that game, but I feel like Utah has had some close games this year, and they're still ranked number 12 right now. So that's a that's a team to watch going into this year. Yeah, well, that's I think their starter has yet to play. Like their captain. Oh, the quarterback. Senior, yeah, like he, he's a yeah. dog. I think he tore his ACL in the Rose Bowl. Uh, yeah. I don't think he played this past Saturday, so it mm-hmm. kind of seems like they're they're just treading water until he's back. Okay. Yeah, you, you could definitely feel that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio State, like I said, Youngstown was nothing crazy. wasn't exciting. One thing we did say was it sucked. I forget what we're – oh, I was – at the same time Ohio State was on, so was um, Nebraska versus Colorado. And I said, dude, it sucks going to watch Fox Fox Sports, and you're there with Gus to go and watch it on – I don't even know what was the ABC I was watching it on. And it's yeah, just the most yeah. boring announcers in the world. Like, There's nothing more exciting <laughs> than what you want to see is – is Gus calling a long ball down the field and the excitement of the game. But that Nebraska versus Colorado game, I, wa- I can tell you right now, I watched that more than I watched my own Ohio State play. Yeah. Like, that's how yeah. exciting it is to watch yeah. that. It is. I mean, what, like, the national attention they're getting, which is well-deserved, like, is awesome. Um, and, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Guys, I, I, the, the trust family, I got to hold somebody accountable here. Yeah, yeah. I got to hold you it. accountable. So I'll, I want to know. Going to this game, was this were you calling for just a you hope an upset happens and you're on the victory of that side, or did you deep in your heart believe that Nebraska could pull us off because of the organization they are? No, no, yeah, not rooting against Dion. I just okay. firmly believe that like that defense, which they did, were going to give Colorado some troubles. And okay. again, like look, I wouldn't have bet on him if I knew Nebraska's quarterback bet on Colorado because he had to. <laughs> you can't be that. You just can't be that bad. Awful. Three fumbles, which were all just like snap-related or handoffs, and then the yeah. one interception, he rolled right and just threw right to the Colorado defender. But there was yeah. – and you had like two missed field goals, whatever. It was just one of those days better. Um, but for like the first quarter and a half, like the game was going exactly how you wanted it to if you were Nebraska. Like you were getting them off the field. If, yeah. If, you know what I mean? Like they were driving. Colorado was driving and driving, but then you were holding. I mean, even yeah, it was the first time half, I saw Colorado hit like a stalemate. Like it exactly. was like, oh wait, how do they respond now of not being able to score, score, score right away? Yeah. And it was one of those things. Like you went in a half. I think they were down what ten or or maybe thirteen. Nebraska was. And again, this is when I was like DMing Mike too on Instagram. Like you and I were texting. I was like, you know what? For as bad as they've played on the offense. I'm taking this deficit like all day long. This should be like a 30 okay. nothing game the way that they were playing on offense. But yeah, look, I was wrong. Dion made me pay literally. Uh, <laughs> and I got no problem with it. I got no problem. Okay. With it. Uh, now, now when I was watching that game, the one thing I could say that I was excited to see was I knew going into this game. I, it was one of those games. I can't predict it. I just had, it's too early to say this team is going to win the national championship. This team is going to be this, like they're that good. It's like, yo, it's a first year. It's yeah. week one. People aren't like this is the first time they're seeing real big film on Shador, the big film on on Colorado as a whole. So let's see, let's see what it ends up to be. But I knew going into this, Nebraska is going to Nebraska it. They're going to fuck it up. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you have to be thinking if you're Nebraska, what are we doing at the quarterback position? What like like and Man. the biggest the, the reason and like look, I love um what's his name Matt Rule. I love Matt yeah. Rule. Like, I liked it when he was at Colorado. I mean, uh, uh, Carolina. He couldn't get it done. Um, 
But one of the worst things he said going into this where, you know, the bus, the busting with the boys, you know, Will Compton, he's from Nebraska. He's had to eat shit for so many years yeah, now with yeah. being a Nebraska kid. And, and one thing they had Matt Rule on the podcast say, he said, you know, if you're coming here, do not come here expecting NIL deals. Well, in today's market, you're not getting fucking anyone. No. What are we talking about? So you're going to see as if Matt Rule doesn't change his statement and miss out loud that you're not, you're going to start seeing recruits not go there. You're going to see Nebraska play in the situation week in and week out. I mean, Dave Porno came on the next week was like, Nebraska's never going to be anything. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, you had a coach that blatantly said that fuck NIL deals, and you think guys are going to go there? Like in today's time, we live in an NIL world. Like kids are fucking leaving schools and going to other schools just for NIL deals. Like. Right. What are we talking about? So, I mean, it was, it was, I think that team, again, it was a close game. Like, it looks, you know, where's 14 to 36? It was close for most of the game. And it was close with three turnovers. So imagine you, yeah. you replace the quarterback. What, 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 what is, what does this game look like? You know, you, maybe you, maybe you get that win by three with no time left on a clock field goal. I mean, different quarterback. Yeah. And that's why, like, the first Nebraska drive, they drove right down the field, fumbled it at Colorado's like 25. Yep. Those are points. Yeah. Um, I think two drives later, missed uh, like a forty-yard field goal. Those are points. Yeah. And then you are giving points on the interception. Like it was a three-nothing Colorado lead in the second quarter, like midway through the second quarter, when he threw that interception. And then Shador, I think I don't know if it was Travis Hunter on that long touchdown. It's the very next play. So right there, at the least, that's a thirteen-point swing. If you don't fumble, yeah. you get a field goal. Make make the forty-yarder, and then don't throw the interception that led to seven. That's at least a thirteen-point swing in the beginning of the game. Um, a quick note on Colorado. Again, I'm not betting against them. I love Dion. I love what he's doing. But you just said like how early it is for them. It's gonna it it gets brutal the next couple weeks. So not this week. They play Colorado State. Should handle them, bro. Then they go at Oregon, and then they're at home USC. against USC. Yeah. So it, it, those are gonna be fun as hell. But um, I mean, yeah, that's just what it is. Like Colorado's fun right now, and they should they should roll Colorado State, and then see if they can take down Oregon. I mean, here, here's the thing, though. I mean, like I said, I text you. If they can win one of those two games, they're good, and their best chance is to beat yeah. Oregon. Go ahead and just beat Oregon. Like, are you, you know, you know, Oregon had a closer one, Texas Tech. Right. Who you say you can't put it up with Oregon? I mean, is Oregon ranked? They're, they're ranked right now, pretty, pretty they're, high. Yeah, they're top fifteen, I think. But you're right. Yeah, if Texas Tech is putting up thirty, you Why gotta go Shador can go out and do that. Yeah, and and hey, I love the cockiness of Shador to be like, go to the center field, throw up the watch. So yeah. show these guys like, yo, we out here, man. Like you, it's personal, right? It's it's business. Um, and hey, I could say right, I don't, I don't like the whole Heisman talk, and I there's some things I'm not too happy with Dion, and like I just my thing is always I don't like to talk too much for things to come bite me in the ass later really? because Dion speaks in a way of which he when he was a player he knew he could back it up, but he's not the one going on the field to back up these words, so yeah. he's putting a lot more pressure. On his guys, and the one guy that can live up to us is Shador. Shador has been yeah. born and raised to do this. The only thing I'm worried about is those other guys in the locker room. They're like, "Hey, bro, like, I'm not Shador. I'm not Dion. I don't have Dion's blood <laughs> throwing my body. I'm playing up as much as I can." But we about to go into a USC. We about to go into Oregon. So it's it's going to get rough. And I, yeah. hey, no matter what you could say, it's like it's 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 amazing to see. I mean, you go anywhere yeah. in public, you're seeing people talk about Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. When would you ever see people talking about Colorado? Like never, yeah. man. And they see the one, shit. They won one game last year. Like they've yeah. already exceeded expectations. You have exceeded. to think for the first two weeks. Exceeded. I said if they made a bowl game, I was like, I was happy with it. Oh yeah, a bowl game. People are saying, "Fuck, they might." And they were unranked. And what are they right yeah. now? They're ranked 18 right now. That's <laughs> crazy. It is. It really is. Like for two that's weeks. Crazy. Yeah, they went from 21, which is even crazier to be Prime's number 21. And then now to be ranked 18. Like, yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Like, that's, hey, man, I, I'm here for the ride, bro. I'm here for the ride. And I love seeing all the famous people on the sideline and, I know. and, and being there. I love it. It's a bro, vibe. It's a, someone brought back the video when Dion got hired and he talked to the team. He's like, look, man, I'm bringing my bags and they're Louie. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Change, and he bring, he's bringing yeah. his guys, man, and his culture. And it's, yeah. it's working. But shout out to the guys that are still there. Like, there's, I forget there's like, I think he's a tight end or he's on the defensive side. He's like the team captain too. Yeah. And he's like the only guy that was here from last year. He's like, I'm staying, bro. Fuck that. And he's a starter and he's a big guy. Yeah. Like, shout out to that dude for saying, I think he's like one of two or there's only him and maybe that yeah, stayed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, hey, huge shout out to him. Never know. Um, I would say my bet that Blender, the one time, I, first of all, look, going into the year, I, first of all, I never like 
riding for Bama. You'll never see me ride for Bama. And any other day, I would have been so happy with Bama losing to Texas. Like, like I said, growing up, I, I was a Texas fan. I was a Vince Young fan. Like, I can show you the... I have the card still, the letter I wrote to Mac Jones, and like that's like I don't even know people's names. But I still know the head coach of Texas yeah, yeah. with Mac Jones. You know, like that's how big of a fan I was. And then I fell for the hype of like, yo, Bama just got to handle it. I don't like the cockiness of 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 hooks up of, and then I love the shit talking to hooks down. Like I loved all yeah, that yeah. shit. I fell for it. I bet on Bama. Of course they lose. I mean, when does Bama ever lose? And then when, when I'm like, it's a gimme. Let me just bet on Bama to pull this one out. They can't get it done. So that's uh, this is another reason why you won't see me bet anymore. I put my money down. I lost it all. So I'm done. I'm, yeah. I'm done with that. And this is this is twofold, right? So my biggest takeaway from this, because we just talked last week about Clemson, is the Dabo dynasty dead? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Who cares? Is the Alabama dynasty dead? And now, okay, I, I'm not just saying this and like, hey, let's overreact after one game. This shit's been happening in the last couple of years now. And again, it's twofold. Number one, first and foremost, they lost two games last year. You just said it. That doesn't happen in Bama. Mm -hmm. And you had the best quarterback in the nation. Or one of the two, if you want to give it to your boy Stroud. Oh, Bryce like, Young, yeah. It goes to show, really, that game showed me against Texas how good Bryce Young was. Right? Because yeah, they saw how that Texas game went the same way, similarly, last year. Mm -hmm. Like They knocked out the starter, Ewers, and still almost won. Like, if it's not for Bryce Young, they lose. Hey, yo, where's he, where he from? Who? Ewers. Yeah, he's, he's Texas. He's a Texas Longhorn <laughs> But this is like, again, now you come in here again with expectations. We talked about it. One of the reasons we bet on Bama was like Nick Saban's going to have them ready to prove a point. And they yeah. proved the exact opposite point. Yep. They did not lose that game. They were rolled. That was realistically never even close. And the only times you really thought it was was because we bet on them. And it was like, all right, like, let's go. Like, here's yeah, yeah. Bama. In yeah. reality, they, they were never close. And what yeah. I mean by it's twofold is like fucking look at the talent that Georgia has, right? Because those are your biggest competitors that have overthrown you in the SEC and overall. They're not competing with them. You can't yeah. compete with Texas at home. You're not competing with Georgia. At home. At home. At home. And you walked yeah. by two scores and were throttled. You were throttled. Yeah. That quarterback can't do shit. He literally he can run. He's a freak athlete or just air it out 50 yards. There's no in between. They well, don't it, have the receiving cores like they've had the past couple yeah. of years. They have some guys on defense, but it's not like mm -hmm. you're used to seeing. And mm -hmm. again, you stack it up and you talk about, look, you talk about the NIL and the transfer portal. How the fuck are you Alabama? You can't get a quarterback better following Bryce Young. Yeah. You see all the movement that happened. Like Notre Dame got their guy in a blink. And now look at how much it's changed. You can't get anything better than Joe Milton, who can <laughs> run and throw it 60 yards in the air to That's hope it. it goes to someone. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Ohio State, right? We we go from all these quarterbacks to we don't have a fucking QB. I don't understand how that happens. But watching that Bama game with uh, with that quarterback, I it's funny. I said it right before the announcers. I said he is not stepping up in the pocket at all. He is as soon as he sees a little pressure, he's rolling out, he's rolling on his feet. And right away, the announcer said the same exact thing. I'm like, yep. this is going to lose in the game. He can't sit in it. But you speak about Bama possibly losing uh, three games. They go from. They play South Florida, whatever. That's a pick-me-up game. They then go Mississippi. They always have a, t a tough time with Ole Miss. Yep. They miss uh, Mississippi State. You never know. That can go SEC ball. Can go either way. But I'm going to give it to them. Texas A&M, you never know. Go either way. But let's say I'm going to give it to Bama. You then go to Arkansas. Arkansas always has Bama's number. It's a close game. But I'm going to give it to Bama. You then go Tennessee, LSU, Kentucky, whatever, Auburn. Kentucky's tough, too. Yeah, Kentucky's, Kentucky's balling up. Kentucky's balling up, but you no matter what, you then go into Tennessee, LSU. Mm -hmm. You think that quarterback was scared of fucking Texas? Get ready when he goes against LSU. You want to yeah. see LSU's defense? You want to see Tennessee? Know. You, know, you want to see these guys? And then no matter what, you end the year off with the uh, the Iron Bowl the, versus Auburn, and that's a whoever fucking game. Yeah. So it's like they better fucking figure it out now, figure yeah. it out quick. I mean, it's good to lose early. That's the one thing you can say is a takeaway. But that quarterback was shitting bricks versus the Texas defense. Imagine when he sees LSU walk in there. I mean, LSU was putting guys in a fucking dick. Like, he was their power driving uh, Florida State yep. in, in that game. And that's Florida State. So, hey, I, I'm just highly disappointed. And, you know, I don't give a fuck. It's, it's fuck Bama in my eyes. But I'm just mad I put fucking money on them. Um, I love seeing Bama f uh, fold. Yeah. Um, anything else? And I, I would say this is a week. Uh, 
a weak week going into the um, this this college football. There's nothing really big going on. I think the Penn State Illinois game might be something interesting to watch. Um, but there's no big games this week. I say this week coming out maybe maybe an NFL type of weekend. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a couple bets. Like we'll we'll get into that when we do them later on. But okay, it is. Like, I don't even think there's a top twenty-five matchup this week. No, I, I don't know what's going on with the scheduling. Like next I week, know. I think next week is awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. The following week is a like, big is a big. It week. makes up for whatever this week's going to be. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you never know. These games yeah. are. We might have some close games, so you never know what what it might look like. Say, this is going to be the week where we get like three massive upsets, and we're like, "What the and fuck?" You're like, I didn't watch. I was fucking yeah, out. Exactly. I didn't watch any of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel you. Um. All right. So you want to turn over to NFL? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey man, what a fucking week one we had on our hands, Brody. Um. So some of the scores go down. Lions beat the Chiefs twenty-one twenty. Bengals three. Browns twenty-four. Bucks twenty. Vikings seventeen. Cardinals 16, Washington 20, Jaguars 31, Colts 21, 49ers 30, Steelers 7, Eagles 25, Patriots 20, uh, Packers 38, Bears 20, Cowboys 40, Giants, <laughs> the big goose, Bills 16, Jets 22. Hey, man, I want to start off by saying let's 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 jump right into um, what was your game of the week that like the biggest surprise is going to this week? I definitely would say. Um, that Lions Chief game was crazy to start it all off with. Um, but what, what were your like, you know, games besides the ones that we're going to talk about later on of our own teams? Yes. Yeah, so we're, I know we're going to talk about our teams. Um, and I know we're going to talk about Monday Night Football as well and, and everything that happened sure. there. Um, I think two games surprised me. One has been talked about a ton and it probably surprised me a little bit less. Um, the first one that I'm talking about is the Bengals against the Browns. Okay. The game was pouring rain. I think we even talked it, talked about this game last week. Like Burrow always has trouble against the Browns, but he yeah. just signed the contract. Like it's Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. Yeah. Now Burrow got paid, and like you put up three points. Definitely a little surprising. But the one that really shocked me that I don't think I didn't watch a second of because it was a four o'clock game, like the Eagles were. So I was tuned into that. Um, the fucking Seahawks at home lose thirty okay. to thirteen against the Rams, a team that mm-hmm. nobody. And nobody expected to do anything this year. Like they dumped off all their players other than Aaron Donald, Matt yeah. Stafford, Cooper Cups on IR. Yeah. The Seahawks are expected to be a team that made the playoffs last year, like, kind of like the Giants. And again, we'll talk about it. But yeah. you come in with this expectation, you have this home game, the Seahawks more so than the Giants, but it's like you, you're, you're even expected maybe to make a little run at your own division. And you got fucking railed. Like why is nobody talking about this? With Gino too. This is, this is Gino's year. They're giving him yeah. that reign. Exactly. Yeah, like what was, was what was the fluke now? Was it yeah. Gino last year or was it Gino the six years before when he was dog shit and couldn't find a team? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know why that game looking at that score today when I was going over everything for the podcast, like I couldn't believe that nobody's talking about this more. Yeah, I mean, hey, and again, it was it was during other primetime big games, so I didn't get a chance to watch. So I guess now that's your uh, keep a lookout uh, game is, is 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 the Seahawks. Keep a lookout for when they go forward as well. In my eyes, the big game to look out for was was that that Packers Bears game, man. To see uh, Love put up yeah. some points and really showcase, I'm really excited to go watch him more. Um, this year to put 38 up, see the Bears as well. Like, those are two quarterbacks that I'm like, all right, like I'm really interested in seeing what goes down. Uh, with these guys, and I'm definitely gonna be paying paying a lot more cl- close attention to the Packers now. That I don't have so much yeah. invested energy towards hating uh, a Rod. Dave Rod, um, and he, Jordan so, Love. I think Jordan Love found his way on a Malik Howard fantasy team too. It looks like, oh, <laughs> so he must you have impressed that. you. <laughs> you saw I that? To get him too. <laughs> right when I saw that shit, I said, "Yeah, let me see if he's on anyone's roster." Not. Hey, do you know who I dropped for him? Who did you drop? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That shows you. I dropped that to pick him up. Like I was like, holy shit, I need that guy. I was like, let me just go. I was like, who could I drop? Dak, you gotta go. I'm sorry, buddy. And you know, you know what? Look, I want to talk about like I want to bring one more up to you, uh, one more game up to you. Um, the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we talked about last year. Uh Mayfield and the Bucks went in there and beat him. (laughs) Come on, man. Get big, pussy. Get big. That's what I love, bro. That's what I love to see out of Baker. And, like, hey, this is a good chance for Baker to become the quarterback there. 
It is. Like, no matter what, this is a good organization for him to, like, you know, he's not dealing with uh, Carolina. He's not dealing with the Browns. He's not dealing with – he's dealing with an organization that has one is a winning, like, organization and has some guys around him. Fuck it, bro. Go ball out and give it all your all. All right, I'll see a quarterback do that all fucking day. And this is where Baker thrives because when Baker yeah. went to the Browns, they were, like, a, the one of the worst run organizations – it's it's the underrated guy who's six foot nothing. Um, yeah, like not athletic, not a big arm, chip on his shoulder, made it to the playoffs. Then expectations rolled in, and he kind of flailed out. They ended up getting just Deshaun Watson. We know that story. But yeah, moving forward to this year, and it's Bucks are not expected to do anything. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Baker's just the fill guy until they get their franchise quarterback. This is where he thrives, and it looked like he was having fun and doing his thing. And fuck it, like at the worst, maybe they're a fun team. Yeah, I love it. Um, but hey, man, let's let's talk about our guys, man. Let's talk about. We'll, we'll first go into. We'll, we'll bounce back and forth. Uh, Eagles beating the Patriots twenty five twenty. Cowboys beating the Giants forty to zero. Um, I could say let's 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 talk opposing fans. Let's talk about opposing yeah. fans. Me watching Eagles, you watching the Cowboys. Um, Mm-hmm. So watching this Eagles game, you know, I hate turning on to watch the Eagles. I actually was rooting for Hurts. No matter what, I'm a guy who roots against the Eagles, but roots for Hurts. Um, I love Hurts uh, through and through. But this is the first game of week one blenders, I feel like. Um, yeah. And and I appreciate it seeing Eagles fans. They didn't gloat. They say, you know, mm-hmm. 1-0, tough week, on to the next one. Um, but the most impressive thing to see was that defensive side. Again, I still don't believe in your boy. Um, what's the defensive back's name that I can't stand? Slay. Slay. I can give two fucks about Slay. Um, <laughs> and he got a gimme pick. Uh, it, 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 it is what it is. Um, but I was very impressed with the defensive line. Um, mm-hmm. They lose a guy. I mean, that. I mean, he had. He was scared for his life the whole game. Yeah. Mac Jones looked like a little boy out there. Like the same thing as Daniel Jones. He looked like a little boy. Scared of defensive guys to come through. But one thing I could say is uh, who's the guy that was there last year for you in defensive side, defensive uh, line? Um, a few guys. Uh, are you talking deep? Not, like not Reddick. No. Fle- oh, hey, Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox and Sweat played up. Fletcher Cox, yeah. he's an old fuck. Yeah. And he yeah. played up, man. He was. He made some big stops and big time and, and big time plays of the game. I saw something, too, quick note on Fletcher Cox, because he's one of those forever Eagles, right? Number will be retired, Mm -hmm. all that jazz. But I saw something from him. I think it was a punt return, and it was one of those where, like, one of our undrafted rookie free agents who I like, uh, I think it was Josh Job from Alabama, rocked the punt returner and, like, got right in his face. And I saw Fletcher Cox from the sideline speed in, grab him by the chest, like, being like, no, like, we're not doing that. Yeah. I'm always worried. I think we talked about this. I'm worried about the Super Bowl hangover. I'm worried about games like Thursday night, right? You should beat the Vikings, and we'll talk about mm-hmm. it. But then I see like like the this team has leadership, which kind of brings me back down a little bit. And like just a little play like that, where nobody's really going to talk about, but you just saved 15 yards in a close game. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. And then when 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 you get to oh no, what's the big dudes up front from uh from um Georgia? Uh yeah, Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter's so, a rookie, but Jordan Davis played out played out very well. So Jordan Davis looks fat as fuck. Um, He's slim, bro. He was that big last year. <laughs> That's slim, Jordan Davis. Fuck, dude. Big fucker. He looks huge as fuck, and I was like, he still moving. I like to see him a little lighter, but hey, your rookie man, your rookie Ball. was eating. Ball. Your rookie was eating, man. He's he's a dog. He's a dog. He was the best. He was the best player on the field. When he was on the field, both mm-hmm. sides, both sides, mm-hmm. and you don't win that game without him. You yeah, just don't. not not at all. And I think that it was it was very interesting to see. Uh, the one thing that I, my only critique coming out of this game that I have is Nick Sirianni. Of course, he's a fucking dickhead. I just can't <laughs> stand his ass on the sideline, his cockiness. Like I forget what he did in the game that I was like, shut the fuck up. Like just get the fuck on the sideline and sit the fuck back. Like I I just hated it, but. The one thing that I was not impressed about was was out of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, I felt like, was doing too much. And, again, that comes into week one of just being excited to be out there, wanting to ball out, wanting to, like, you know, get back in his rhythm. But I felt like he was really being a run-first quarterback. And it's interesting. Jalen Hurts doesn't have to be a run-first quarterback. Like, he can sit in the pocket and sling it. 
but I feel like he was going to his his you know his need to know his need to know basis of yeah. I can take off whenever I want to. But I would have liked to see him sit in the pocket a little bit more, settle in and sling it because it looked like he would just run first. And I, and it's 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 interesting when you talk about Jalen Hurts. A lot of people just think of his his ability to run, but I really love him for his ability to sit in the pocket and sling that yeah. shit. And I wish that that's the only downfall I saw from him, and that's what led to he had like a turnover, right? Like he fumbled. Yeah. Pop yeah, like that's the one. That's the one thing I I I have against that. If it it was he was doing too much. If he doesn't do that, he doesn't fumble, and he has a better game in my yeah. eyes. No, I agree with you. And like he missed a couple like wide open dudes. Like Dallas Goddard, I he really is like in my eyes a top five tight end. Didn't have a catch. Like had one target. That just should never happen. I think he missed AJ Brown on a wide open route. Um, and you're right. Like it seemed like. Again, chalk it up to week one, chalk it up to it was pouring rain, so did he want to maybe maybe he was that afraid to make a mistake in the weather so I'm not gonna throw it. But the glowing concern is it's a new offensive coordinator. So like is this gonna be more of the normal? Like the play calling mm. seemed a little more conservative. They didn't seem fresh. So again, i will chalk it up Very to true. week one, I'll chalk it up to the rain. But it's something to look out for because, you know, I think a lot of people and maybe, you know, including myself a little bit, kind of expect like, oh, this dude was on our coaching staff. He coached Jalen Hurts in high school and a little bit in college. Like, we'll just keep really? fucking rolling. It's not like that, man. Like, it's not as easy as just, like, copy, paste, copy, paste. And I think – I forget who said it, uh, maybe on First Take or one of those shows. I saw a clip, and I think you mentioned it too, like Bill Belichick. You saw this offense really not do ever, anything because are they really changing their game plan that much? Or are they just mm-hmm. relying on the talent saying, hey, we just have more talent than you. We're just going to – and we know it. So mm-hmm. we're just going to go right at you and not make those adjustments to where a guy like Bill Belichick's going to expose you for it. Yeah, no, that's 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 a great point, and I felt that looking at the game. I you know I don't know your ins and outs of who your new coordinator is like that, but it looked look. I mean, I think there was a fourth and three call, and and they threw a pass oh, instead. I'm like, oh, why doesn't he just go under center fourth and three? Like, yeah, oh. it's a long fourth and three, but you're guaranteed the the fucking two and a quarter. So fucking just go for fourth and three up the middle. And again, I'm a proponent. I do not like that call. I hate that for him the the whole season. But I was I was surprised that they didn't at least go to it. Their go to they picked him up two yards or or three yards during that time. In that situation, to me, I just hated the play call. I hated going for it because you have I, I just yeah, I hear you. and maybe I'm looked at like call me a bitch for that. Call me like no confidence in the offense. This is what I'm looking at. I'm looking at three and three and a half to four quarters of bad play from my offense. We clearly don't have it. We have the lead. Defensive line was eaten, just like you said. Pin Mac fucking Jones back to the 15-yard line with a minute and a half and one timeout, and you're out of there with a win, and you don't even have to worry about whether that catch is a catch or not. Um, Yeah. It it is what it is. I mean, look, if you're going to be aggressive, be consistent, and that's what Sirianni and this coaching staff has been, so it is what it is. Yeah. That, that's why I said it. I was like, that was Sirianni, big ball Sirianni trying to roll with a big stick, and, like, you <laughs> own a better quarterback, you lose that game. A better yeah. quarterback and you honestly lose that game because Mac Jones came down and I was like, oh, fuck it. They lose this fucking game to Mac Jones and he, mm-hmm. they play like shit all day. Nick Sirianni is not going to hear the shit, the, the rest of this, and it really is because he wanted to be Mr. Tough Guy and fucking go win yeah. it the way he wanted to go win. Again, a, another example of I know we have more talent than you. We're just going to go get it. You Very don't true. like it's not it's just not how it works. But Very true. moving on, uh, you want to hear my, my thoughts on this Cowboys Giants. I'll just call it a Cowboys game. I don't even think the Giants showed up. <laughs> um, Go ahead, boss. 40 to nothing. Look, we're not Giants fans, right? But they're division rivals to us. So we watch a good amount of Giants football. Correct me if I'm wrong. That was the worst game I've ever seen the Giants play in our entire lives. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. It was over from the rip, like from the very first, what was it, block field goal touchdown? Like you felt yes, it was sir. done. It was done. Uh, um, block. Yeah, block field goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, D-line was eaten the entire time. Daniel Jones had no time. And even if he did, he probably would have thrown interceptions after interception. <laughs> and this, to me, like, look, man, we, we talked about this with, with Mike, who uh, is a big Giants fan. Like, again, things are different when you have expectations. Last year, it was Daniel Jones. What is he? He's in a contract year. Uh, we have a new offensive coach. Let's go out and maybe do a couple things. And we made the playoffs, and we won a playoff game, and then got destroyed against the Eagles for the third time in the year. And it's like, okay, now we're coming in. How do we stack up? Because there's three real teams in the NFC right now. You and I both know. It's Eagles, Niners, Cowboys. The rest are shit. I don't want to hear about another team. Those are One of those three are making the Super Bowl. So now if you're a Giants, like you're going in, it's home. 
Daniel Jones just got his money. Saquon signed for another year. It's another year of Dable. It's the Cowboys. Like, it's our biggest rival. And you don't even compete. And this is, like, different now. Like, you have these expectations. You're not just a surprise team. So, the Giants, we said it last week. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they finished last in this division. That game showed me more on the Giants than did the Cowboys. We knew the Cowboys play great man defense um, with Gil, um, Gilmore coming in now to match with Diggs. Defensive line eight. And, like, to be honest with you, the offense didn't need to do anything. What Dak throw for, like, 150 yards, I think? Yeah, nothing. Like, they, like I can't even – I can't even talk about the offense yeah. because they didn't need to do anything. It was just, mm-hmm. it, it seemed like a defensive match that the Cowboys were just, it, it literally seemed like at the highest level of a varsity team playing the lowest level of a JV team. <laughs> like I can't even, there's not even anything to say about it or study. They were just, yeah. it wasn't even a game. No, it was, it was like a scrimmage. It was like, no matter what, I still had nothing. I had nothing to say against Dak. I had nothing to say Dak did good, did good or did bad. I think this is a big week for Dak to, for me to see what Dak is. You know, we're going to play the Jets. This is another game yep. of like, okay, let's see what Dak can do now um, versus a better defense. This is the test yep. for me right now, right? Um, but, hey, I can say right now, I never expected – I think no one expected it to go this way because everyone had a high expectation for the Giants. They were hyped up for all their offseason uh, additions. Now they're calling for the addition of a def- offensive line. It's like – Giants fans love to move the fucking bar. And my biggest thing was, like, you talk shit, see what the fuck happens. You t- the, the Giants were touted so high up going into this game. You know, Cowboys were favored to win. But I was seeing so much shit talking from the fucking Giants fans. That I was like, I cannot wait to just fucking beat, win this game. Like, I was just, I'm just so fucking tired of hearing Giants hype that it was amazing to see. It was amazing to win on all cylinders. I mean, when you look at it, it was... The most impressive, like, I would go to say that we have one of the best, and this is the only thing I could be cocky for. Our defensive backs, you know, you have Gilmore and Diggs. That duo is, is one of the yeah. top duos right now. It is, for sure. Yeah, you agree? Okay. Like, that was the only thing I can I can, I can be cocky with. I was like, wow, I'm impressed. And then to go see our defensive line, be like, yo, what's the sack record? And fucking go get it. I mean, I see no heart out of the whole Giants fucking team in general. I mean, you see Saquon fucking get popped by Diggs? <laughs> The softest fucking cornerback in the league, and he fucking popped them for a fucking scoop yep. and score. What do we fucking do? I was like, holy shit! What the fuck <laughs> happened on the offseason that I'm not aware of? I mean, is, this is a different Dallas team. Like I always said, yo, I wish the fucking Cowboys are having some fucking swagger. This is the first time I've seen some swagger yep. back in the fucking Cowboys, like that Eagles swagger that they had. That shit talking that we move, we, we we're, we're dogs. Like I mean, you, I knew right away once I seen uh, my 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 guy Parsons fucking get a sack and start crawling on the ground. I'm like, oh, wait, it's a fucking different game. Like, the boys are showing up to fucking ball, and this is what the fuck I want to see. I, on the offensive side, I was really impressed with um with, with our running backs to see yeah. Turpin come in and, and make some moves. No matter what, I'm going to be happy with Pollard. Pollard mm-hmm. stepped up. He's going to get your yardage, and that's all I ask of him. All of his line held up. This is a big week. No matter what, going into the Jets, like, the Jets have one, I would say, one of the top five defenses as well. You know, you have the Eagles, Cowboys, San Francisco, Jets. Like, they're up there, especially yeah. when it comes to that line. So if we're able to, to put up this many points versus the Jets, hey, by all means, squeeze it out the win. But I am, I'm not going to lie. Teams like this, when it comes to the Jets, they find a way to fucking win somehow or another. Like, last year, there were seven wins because they had three. or I feel like they had two or three, like, last-minute fucking wins. Mm-hmm. And this is what could possibly happen again for us. And I just, I can't, that I got through the shit talking of everyone in our area. I got through the shit talking with, with the Giants. And now I have to get through the shit talking with the Jets. If I can get through those two things, I'm good to go. But yeah. no matter what, it's, it, it just showed you, Giants, there's no rivalry. The, there's no rivalry here. No, like, keep no, it between no, us and the, no. and the Eagles. You can have your rivalry with Washington, but it's it's the rivalries <laughs> between us. All right, like keep that shit down there. All right, Brody. Yeah. Like don't step over here. You know, we, we, that's you're talking to Big D now. All right. <laughs> well, they gave they gave me fucking Big D on Sunday night, man. I yes, mean, that, sir. Was, yes, that sir. was the biggest thing. Like what you just said. Like I think the defense surprised me more than anything. We know yeah. what Dak is. We know what C D Lamb is. Like we know what Tony Pollard is. Like I feel like as an offense, we know what they are. But the defense showed me. More like of what you just said, like uh, like this is a different defense. Offense, I don't think is going to change him. And again, maybe that's because they didn't really need to do anything. Well, well, well no, but, I missed one thing. The, the one thing I did can can definitely say that I'm happy with the addition of, and you even said was Cooks. 
seeing that Cooks now is because you know the Dallas Cowboys for, for you know all the time I've watched him, our checkdown guy has always been the tight end or Gallup, but now being able to see Cooks come in and, yeah. and kind of be our checkdown guy for he's going to make the catch in traffic. Yep. I love I love to see that. And those were I think those so the two moves that I said were like fuck like as yeah. an Eagle fan I didn't like were Stephon Gilmore and Brandon Cooks because they weren't they weren't fully Cowboys moves like the Cowboys make moves to go get Odell for fifteen yeah. million a year like they just want the yeah. flashy name for the biggest price tag like no those were two moves like they didn't really give up anything for either they gave up late round picks to really secure two positions of what they thought were need and yeah it sucks like it sucks it sucks that those were actual good moves from Jerry Jones. <laughs> Yeah, and and the only thing I wish I did say I, I, at the end of the game I didn't want to see Coop come in. Like, let me see what's his name go out there and ball a little bit. Like, let's just uh, Trey Lance. Yeah, that's the game to put him in. Like, bro, when am I going to see him? Playbook at all yet? Hey, bro, you fucking call zone left, zone right, Lake and River it, or just fucking run. We're up forty. Who gets? It's background <laughs> football at that point. It's pouring raining. No one's really balling out. Just fucking go out there, bro. That's fair. That's fair. Like it's it's no ball game. It's no <laughs> ball game. But hey, it's a big week, and we gotta talk about we gotta talk about the G E T S Jets, Jet the bitch ass Jets. I mean, hey, you gotta laugh about it, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame. You have to laugh. It's a shame. It, it is a shame. But like, especially, <laughs> especially like how like how it happened. Like Aaron Rodgers runs out on the field with American flag on, on the anniversary of nine 11 and four plays and he's done. It's because all the dudes in my DMS and everyone of my boys from up North are like, this is our fucking year. We yeah, are one of the greatest yeah. quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. It's like, no, I love a rod. A rod's the guy. But at the end of the day, it's like such a fucking New York thing to have to deal with like the it Mets, is. the Jets, yep. the Knicks. It's like, Holy fuck, the city can't win. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things where it's like, man, like as a Philly fan, I know heartbreak, but yeah, I can't like I literally can't imagine. I would have turned it off right there. And I know they won. And 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 I'll talk about the Monday night game myself because I'm grinding Josh Allen up. But it's I would have turned the TV off. Like I would I would not believe my eyes. I would have just turned it off. It's like saying Tom Brady, like when Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay and like Tam Tom Brady just gets hurt. It's like yeah. you just got a god coming to your city and he just gets hurt yeah. right away. Especially it's because like, like that's a good point you bring because like look at the all time quarterbacks that have changed teams. Like back to Peyton Manning, Super Bowl, Tom Brady, Super Bowl, Matt Stafford, Super Bowl. Like if you're a Jets fan, you're like, This is the formula. Yeah. Like talent. Yeah. Clearly they have a lot of dudes on both sides of the ball. <laughs> And now we have an all-time quarterback that just be the missing puzzle piece. And four plays later, and you're watching Zach Wilson play again and throw an interception right to the linebacker's chest. And it's like you got to be living in hell, <laughs> dog. I, I was I was actually at the, I was I was at the gym watching on my phone, and I walked upstairs in the gym, put my phone down, and I'm watching. I'm like, all right, all right. And it took me like two or three plays to be like, wait, where's A Rod at? And I go on social. I look at my phone and see your text, and I was like. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, there's no fucking way this just happened. Um, mm -hmm. Yo, are you a Barstool guy? Like, do you watch Barstool Sports? Like, do you know who Clemmer is? Yeah, I do. I do. And I, I think I saw what you're talking about or what you're going to say. It's his fault. Uh, it's 100% mm -hmm. his fault why that why A Rod just. If you're not, if you're a Jets fan, go out there and go to Barstool Sports Instagram and go watch a couple hours before the game started. Clemmer is talking about some other quarterback that he had a dream that it was going to be the same situation where that quarterback did something. I think it was a situation for the Jets years ago. It might have been Chad Pennington where, like, this like this happened to the Jets already. Like, this was – I yes. think they were going off an AFC championship game or something, and, like, this was the year and, like, blew out his knee in the first quarter of the first yeah. game. I think, like, that – maybe he was talking about that. and <laughs> It was – no, it was something else where, like, he's like, no, like, this guy tore his Achilles – and they're like, all right, don't say that, bro. Don't say that. And then it fucking happens. So I'm like, if I'm a Jets fan, it's fuck Clemmer. I'm going, I'm, I am riding against Clemmer. And now here's the thing that someone, someone brought up a great point about this, about the Jets, about Aaron Rodgers. The question is, is Aaron Rodgers going to retire or is he going to come back? And I told you, Liam, I said, yo, I feel like. No matter what, Aaron Rodgers is fully engulfed in New York. You see him, you know, on the sidelines, dapping up. First of all, I knew it was over when he dapped the fucking Jake Paul. I was like, what the fuck is I he know. doing? Like, holy shit. And then you have him, like, dapping up everyone else. You see him out and about in the city. Like, you could tell he's he's embracing New York City, right? But 
at the same time, I didn't think about this. I seen someone post the Kobe documentary. I was like, holy shit. I remember watching the Kobe documentary of all the time that he had to go through to rehab this. And again, who's not to say he doesn't have the Kobe mentality, but yeah, what is he, 30? Or 30. he about to be 40? Yeah, he's about to be 40. Like 39? Dude, what do you say? What do you do in yeah. a situation? It's tough because, I, I mean, like you said, it, it's it's we've gotten a different Aaron Rodgers. I feel like in Green Bay, especially the last couple of years, like he's just seemed so disinterested. It almost yeah. felt like you didn't, it, and I know this wasn't the case, but it, it almost seemed like from an outside perspective, the only time the backers saw him was on Sundays and he would ball out and then go home and you wouldn't see him for five days and then he would come mm -hmm. back and, and do it all again. He's just, like you said, though, like he seems like he's all about New York, clearly gets along with his teammates, likes the coaching staff. Maybe he does give it another go, but it is one of those things like, I don't, I don't know. I, maybe you do say, because look, the Jets talent too, like they're all young. Like this isn't, this wasn't like a dream team kind of year where you brought in like all these older guys that only have a year or two left. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe the Jets have another year like last year where they win seven, maybe eight games with Zach Wilson. And Roger says, fuck, like I got to get back because this team has shown me for a second straight year, this defense and, and skill position players. If I'm there, if I if I'm there, we're winning the bowl. So if he truly believes that, then yeah, he will come back. Yeah, I mean it still fucked me up. Like the one thing that hurt me was well, I think he said he was talking to Wilson. He was like, "Hey, I'm sorry, kid." Like, dude, that shit fucking blows, man. I know when you're in that position and you're like, "Fuck, man." I mean, hey, they were on hard knocks all year. Exactly. Everyone was hyping the Jets up, and it's like such the Jets move for this shit to fucking happen to them going into this game and like. Like I said, my bet. I'm gonna I'm text my boy to see if the bet still stands. If they want to keep this bet up, um, before this Cowboys game. But I, hey, well, the one thing we gotta do is we gotta turn our head and look on the other side of the ball yeah. and look at the Bills who let an, a fucked up Jets team still get a win out um, from up from under them. I like I, like I said, we gotta start comparing Josh Allen to uh, Dak Prescott. I think it's about that time. Oh, 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 I have a lot to say about Josh Allen. And this <laughs> Go ahead, Bill, brother. Go ahead. And this Bills team. So I think, what was it, a month or month and a half ago, we did an episode, we did some bowl predictions. Like, we just missed football, we <laughs> said bowl predictions. One of mine was that the Bills would miss the playoffs entirely. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of sounded a little bit silly, but it's like every single year I hear the same story. Like, no offense to you, because it's the media, they're becoming the Cowboys. Because all I hear is they're the best team, like, it's Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Like those two are the guys and, and they're the best quarterbacks in the league and the talent is there. And, and I don't see it and I never fucking see it. And I'm going to say something. You can clip it. If they win every single game, win the Super Bowl the rest of the way. I'm tired <laughs> of hearing about Josh Allen be mixed with the top five quarterbacks. Josh Allen is closer to Carson Wentz right now than he is to Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen is closer to Carson Wentz right now than he is to Joe Burrow. Josh Allen is closer to Carson Wentz than he is right now to Lamar or Jalen Hurts. I don't get, I don't care. I see a dude that's huge, that can run, that can run people over, that can air it out 80 yards, and that turns it over because of that. He's gone through high school and college just running people over and doing whatever the fuck he feels like, and he, and he pays for it time and time again. And he's a freak athlete, and there are times where we see flashes, but that was mm -hmm. literally Carson Wentz. I watched Carson Wentz. I loved his game. That's what you got. You got games where, how do you stop this dude? And then you got most games of, why the fuck are you turning it over three, four times? Why are you trying to spin out a sack? Like, sometimes just be a little safer. Yeah. Just don't throw it into double coverage mm -hmm. to Whitehead for his third interception of the night. Like, I I'm tired of hearing about the Bills year after year, week after week, and you said the same thing. Like, why are we not hearing in the media the ripping of Josh Allen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, like where's the comparison? Like, honestly, because if this is if, if Jalen Hurts went out there and did that week one, all you would hear is, oh, last year was a fluke year. Eagles are that good, and he's going to hold them back. Like, it was just a, fl a fluke year. Even if, like, I, I mean, even Joe Burrow was getting ripped. He got the money. He put up three points. Played like shit. Josh Allen played worse. Because you just said you, yeah. you, you had a Jets team that was devastated. Devastated. Four plays in, and you lost. Oh, yeah. five in overtime, by the way, all time, Josh Allen is. Like, what else yeah. do you want from him? I mean, he can't he, – it proves you day in, day out that he can't win the big game, even in opening day yeah. versus the Jets, who just lost their greatest player possible, their second greatest player in the organization history, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> behind Joe Namath. Like, yeah. And, 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 still, and still go out there and get a W. Um, 
I said it from the beginning. I don't. I never believed in Josh Allen. Um, I think that when the debate was happening with Josh Allen, like who's the next? Who's you know you have Mahomes. Who is the next one? Is it Burrow or Josh Allen? Well, Burrow fucked him over and beat him up. So it's like that's nothing to compare. I mean, we've seen Burrow in what year three or year two? Or no, he broke his uh, leg year two. Yeah. Year but year goes one. to Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, what we even said this, bro. Like, we said this back in January earlier this calendar year when we were going over our playoff predictions. We were both like, yeah, give us the Bengals because Josh Allen, like, stop having it be Josh Allen versus Mahomes as, like, your Brady versus Peyton. It's not. He's not. No. I, I, I'm tired of hearing about it anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, the amount of turnovers. I mean, I don't know the statistics, but let's look at the, the statistics <laughs> of how many turnovers does he have in comparison. Like, yeah, Dak had an all-year record of it. But let's look, let's look over the, the course of the time of, like, Yo, he's lost some big games too. How many years in a row is he going to keep losing them in the playoffs? Like, I mean, you have yeah. Stefan Diggs who goes fucking crazy on the sidelines. Like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Get yeah. the fucking ball. Like, let's fucking get this shit going and fucking win these games. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. They have one of the best defenses too, right? Their mm-hmm. defense is magnificent. I mean, you ask their defense to hold uh, the Jets to just 22 and you can't beat the Jets point-wise? Not even 20. I mean, that's because it went overtime. Like, they held them to 16 in regulation. You could not yeah. do it. You could yeah. not do it. And I get it. The Jets' defense is legit. Like, we just talked about this. But it's not just a one-week thing where he struggled. This is time and time and time again. I mean, you couldn't complete it, right? That's why you had to punt it. Like, you, you had to exactly. move down the ball. And again, this is a Jets team with a great defense. But if if you're up against a great defense, you got to be a great quarterback. And that's just to show you that he's not a great quarterback. Yeah, and it's exactly like, it. how long do you want him to be your white hope? And that's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. He's, he's Buffalo's white hope. And they're going <laughs> to buy in and buy in and buy in. It's like, it's it's almost like Tannehill. Like, I mean, Tannehill and him were very similar. Tannehill could, could, could show his flashes. And he could also fuck it off and throw picks. Like, mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill wasn't the guy either. Compare yeah. him to that. There are a lot of quarterbacks like that. But we don't comp- like we don't put any of those guys in the top five. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, I just I really just don't get it, man. I don't. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I hate Buffalo. They stomped on us one year and, and down in oh, Dallas, yeah. and I fucking I I hate Buffalo. Um, they always have our number, but fuck them. It is what it is. Like I, I'm just I'm, I think now people are going to start calling for his head because they look at that Jets team and how defeated they were, and it's for them to yeah. pull it out, even if it's it's an upset, but. You you had to go to overtime. You get the ball first. And you were not you weren't able to score. So mm-hmm. that's it. So what are the overtime rules? So a touchdown would end it. So if the Bills went down and scored a touchdown, game would have been over. Uh, if the Bills or whoever gets the ball first goes down and kicks a field goal, the opposing team does have a chance to go down and either tie it or win it. But to win it, you had to have seven now, and that's how they won. But yeah, to win it, to win it, a touchdown wins it. Yeah. Yeah. Either second way. team if, if they don't score okay mm-hmm. so yeah i mean even the first team, like if the bills went straight down the field and scored a touchdown yeah over jets wouldn't have gotten the ball back okay 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 um when it comes down to like being 0-5 in overtime jesus christ you want to talk about no ice in his veins no. that shows you right there and it's almost like i didn't even i didn't know that that was a thing like i until the next day and it's one of those things like again Different situation with Kirk Cousins, but what's our knock? Like, Kirk Cousins isn't the big game guy, and he can't yeah. do it in prime time. Well, okay, so Josh Allen is the same fucking way. He can't win in overtime. He he just could not win on Monday Night Football. You know what I mean? And, like, I, I all I'm hearing about is, and again, it's a shame, but the Aaron Rodgers injury almost, like, saved him. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. That's all anybody's talking about from that game. Yeah, you're, you're right. They're going to they're gonna closet that. Yeah, you're, you're 100% right. Damn, it makes – yeah. I mean, okay, so from here on out, uh, you see Josh Allen. They make the playoffs lose first round. What are we doing? That's a that's a really good question. Like, you know what, what are you seeing on, on, like, I know I don't watch, like, you know, daytime, like, sports. What are you seeing? What are you hearing as well? So when it comes to them, like, I don't I don't really know. It's not going to be Josh Allen's gone. They're going to get rid of the coach. They may get rid of the GM. Like, it's going to be everyone else. They're going to exhaust every right, single yeah. option before Josh Allen. Does does this uh does Stefan stay? I, I mean, think he was. I think he was out of there this all season. Like that's I was just about to say that, and <laughs> and and everyone was saying like, oh, he's just a little frustrated, like with the coaching staff and Josh Allen texting him. Is he? No shit. Oh, that's the cover. Like, was he just frustrated with Josh Allen again? After another after another horrible playoff loss, where again Joe Burrow came into your house, Buffalo, and dominated yeah. you while your quarterback couldn't do shit. 
And now your star receiver saying like, "Fuck, man!" Like I'm seeing, I'm seeing all these other stars like yeah. get far in the playoffs. Like trade me a KC. That's true. That's true. That's true. Hey, man. I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna hold these guys accountable. I hope. I hope people start right. seeing it and start calling it out because I want that comparison to be out there. I want the comparison of like you want to hold Dak and an America's team out there and, and show that they're blender. Let's start doing that shit for the Bills as well. Well, I'm look. This got me heated for some reason, but I'm with you. I'm fuck Buffalo this year too. I, I hope they lose <laughs> against the Raiders this weekend, and we're starting to talk more and more about it. Hey, the Raiders look good this week too. Yeah, uh, so they're gonna win. Yeah. So, hey, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what, what are your? Uh, let's get into your bets of the week. Your locks. Yeah. Yeah, well, rough rough week last week for sure. One and three overall. Uh, we're two and two in college, one and one in NFL. Jag saved us big time last week. But we talk about it. This is a boring college football week. I have a couple underdogs I like. Uh, number one is I'm going to go with Indiana at home against Louisville. They're 10-point underdogs. Now, this is an Indiana team that you watch closely play your Buckeyes in week one. Um, yeah. I don't know too much about Louisville, but I think Indiana's just like a tough team, especially at home. For like sure. they're they're just always one of those teams that's tough to beat. So to give them ten points seems a little steep to me. Um, so I think that they can cover that. So there's number one, Indiana plus ten. Number two, upset alert. This is one of those games where we say it's a shit week, but I think an upset can happen. I'm going to go with Florida at home. I think it's the night game against Tennessee. They're six-and-a-half-point underdogs. I think they at least cover it. Uh, I watched a lot of Tennessee week one, and the worry with them, with their new quarterback, Milton, I think it is, is that he has got no accuracy. He's almost like the Bama quarterback where he can run like a freak, he can pass 80 yards, but the dude's got no short, medium, or even long accuracy, really. Like, he's got a can of an arm, and he can, he can run. Florida's a team that we all saw against Utah kind of shit the bed on that Thursday, yeah. like week one. But I'll give them a little bit of a pass because it's at Utah. Utah's a very tough team. That defense is very underrated every single year. It was a transfer quarterback from Wisconsin, first game. Like, I think it's just one of these things he's going to get better and better as the season kind of progresses. You just watched, uh, what was it, the Swamp Kings? Like, you know when Gainesville gets rocking with 110 yeah. plus, like, it's a tough place to play. I think I'm going to put Tennessee on upset watch. So I'm going to have Florida to cover the six and a half. Now for the NFL, I got two teams, and you're probably going to disagree, but they're two teams in my eyes, two playoff teams from last year with higher expectations this year. I think we talked about them both already, so my dumbass is going to bet them both. Number one, the Giants. Nut up or shut up, man. Like you just got blown out forty nothing against your biggest your biggest rival, so you claim forty to nothing on Sunday Night Football. Now you're going to go to Arizona, play a team that's tanking. Your five point favorites. You better fucking smack them. You better fucking smack them. You have expectations to make the playoffs and try to go a little bit deeper. You all got embarrassed. You have to come back. And I think they will. The Cardinals, I think, are just that bad. And I also think, like, as pro athletes like this, they know they just got rolled on Sunday Mm -hmm. Night Football 40 to nothing. Like, they're going to come out with a little bit of chip. And I think they get a big win. Number two, kind of a weird game, interesting one to watch, Seahawks at the Lions. Similar situation. I just said it. Like, I was surprised to see them fall the way that they did. Another team that has playoff aspirations, maybe even competing for a division after week one, doesn't seem like they have a shot in hell, the way that the Niners looked and the way that they looked. But they go and play a Lions team. They're six-point underdogs. You have to win. You can't go 0-2. You cannot go 0-2. And I don't know if they're going to beat the Lions because because that home game is just a different atmosphere for Detroit right now. But a touchdown, I think they can keep it under a touchdown. So for my underdog, I'll take the Seahawks plus six. So. Just to wrap it all up, Florida, take them, plus 6.5. Indiana, plus 10, take them. The Giants, I think they roll. Take them whatever number you want. And then the Seahawks, maybe sprinkle to, to have them win, but I think they at least cover 6. I think they can keep it within 6. Okay. Yeah, I, I, the only one I disagree with is that last one, that Lions. I think the, the Lions might edge it out more than, than just 6 Yeah, for that one. Yeah. But like- – I think the 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 last one we 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 got we got to speak about we didn't speak about it uh was is Jack okay is Jack alive or is yeah. he on Suicide Watch as well Yeah, <laughs> well the I good thing sure. about that one the good thing about that one is like it was kind of like the Giants like you knew it was over from the rip <laughs> so you had three hours of just like okay I know this shit's <laughs> over 
<laughs> Dude, I, I put money on them motherfuckers, bro. I thought I thought the uh, the Steelers were going to pull it off and shut up Brock Purdy. I guess. Do you believe in Brock Purdy yet? I, I no, I still don't. I still don't. I look. This is Bruno on the high right now. Yeah, I mean they have to be. The, the my thing was like these receivers are wide the fuck open. Like they are wide open, and I don't know if that's just the Steelers secondary being that bad or what. Okay. But again, look, man. Go ahead, win 12, 13 games when you make it to the playoffs and you got to come to Link again. Not, not <laughs> one bit afraid. Not one bit afraid. But yeah, man, Steelers are in trouble because Kenny Pickett looked like dog shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, so after week one, are you calling for you guys winning the division? I don't know if I can say that yet. I mean, yeah, I, that's that was my prediction going in, so I guess I'm going to stick with it. Um, it kind of sucks being on the short week and being the Thursday game. Got a lot yeah, of injuries already. Tough. Like Bradbury's not playing. Our starting yeah. safety blanket chips not playing. Kenny Gainwell, our starting running back's not playing, which is fine. Like I'd want to see more DeAndre Swift, but um, I would almost rather like after a week where you kind of struggle a little bit, you have these injuries, like get a few more days. But this is another one of those games. Like, like I don't care if it's thirty to nothing. I don't care if it's forty to nothing. I don't care if it's ten to seven that you win. Get this win at home, and then you have like eleven days off because then they don't play until the following Monday night. I think against the Bucks. So yeah. which also should be a win, but you have like nearly yeah. two weeks off to get right and get sharp. So just win this week, go two and zero, then get like your mini bye week, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can respect that. Hey man, big week in the NFL. I can't wait. I'm excited. Uh, my boys are hitting me up to go up north to watch football, but I had to be home to watch football. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. I make it up there. Well, what's uh, your to prediction? Watch it. Do you think the Cowboys handle business again? I think so. The only thing that worries me is I think on the. the I think Zach Wilson will throw two picks, um, or he'll there'll be two. I'll just say this: there'll be two turnovers uh, some way by his end. And I see the the only thing that stresses me out is our offensive line did pretty well. Mm-hmm. I want to see what we how we can hold up against that Jets defensive line. That's the only think, thing I'm concerned. Yeah, with. that D line, man, they're good. Uh, I, I I give them I give them that, but mm-hmm. I, I'm I, I say we should pull away from them though, yeah. and say big fuck you to New York, bro. <laughs> Fuck and you, the, bro. And the Malik Revenge Tour over the yes, first sir. Yeah. Talking my talk. <laughs> yes, sir. I had to hold it up. Um, anything else you want to speak on, brother? No. Now just ready for another week. Yes, sir. Let's get it, bro. Fuck the Jets, bro. Let's fucking get this <laughs> money. Um, hey, guys. Please continue to support us. Follow us on Instagram at we trust underscore podcast. Subscribe on the YouTube, uh, Amazon podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Uh, follow Liam on the Instagram at Liam Soaks 11. Appreciate you guys. Trust up. All right. Thanks, Lee.